0: Hi everyone, it's Amanda. I know it's been a while since we released a podcast episode. As you know, 2020 was very unexpected. Um, Not only did we have COVID, but I actually gave birth, which is very exciting. Uh, And also, Esther was very busy with her job. And if you follow her on Instagram, The Happiness Investor, you'll know that she purchased her first property toward the end of the year, which was also very exciting and obviously a lot of work. So that's why we kind of fell off the radar a little bit and we only managed to record two episodes, so one in March and one in November. So the episode you're about to listen to was recorded in March, um, almost exactly a year ago actually. So it's still quite relevant and I hope that when you have a listen you can pick up some tidbits that are still really helpful and we'll be releasing our November episode shortly and then we'll get back on track. Um, So... Yeah, keep a lookout for things that are coming your way. Thank you. Hey, free for a catch up. Hello, welcome to Free for a Catch Up, the podcast that digs a little deeper. I'm Amanda and I'm Esther, and we're back for 2020. Woohoo! <laughs> so, we're actually recording this in March, March. Mm-hmm. Um, but this may not be released till a lot later. Or pending. will it? Or will it be a special episode? Wouldn't it be don't We don't know. T- times are uncertain right now. Yes, yes, we <laughs> so are. There's a lot of things going on. That's true. But anyway, we thought it'd be really good to give an update, especially around Esther and her work situation. And I guess also me and that's my work right. situation, right. which has changed. Um, so last we heard, Esther, you were going for a couple of um, job interviews. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to find your purpose and Mm. really figure out whether this is a good leap for you or not yes so where where are you now i am
1: happy to report that i'm now working for that company and i have made the leap even not it wasn't without its um challenges because i almost didn't leave (laughs) um but i think after looking at the bigger picture i decided that it was um, a good transition to make and then i have no regrets um, about leaving. That's really good so, to hear. Yeah. But then actually my old boss came into my new workplace the other week and it was slightly awkward. It was really awkward. It, wa- <laughs> it was actually very awkward. Did he um, say anything to you? Oh, yeah. It was like a meeting of like, so initially it was supposed to be a meeting of like 15 people, I think. And then half of them were, were working remotely at that time. And so it was an even smaller group of people. And because we couldn't handshake because of this current situation, we fist bumped <laughs> so weird <laughs> i know i know but anyway it was it's very interesting to be like literally on the other side of this this whole arrangement because now we got the cl- we are the client we're no longer the uh the consulting firm yeah so yeah it was it was cool. interesting
0: well good on you and congrats for your new job oh thank you <laughs> um uh so around la- middle of last year was when my company went through this whole like, yeah. um, budget cut from the government. And then were you w- worried at any
1: point about your job security?
0: To be honest, no. <laughs> Cause I, That's I mean, I, I didn't really, I thought I, I thought Are it was you okay. You're like,
1: I am, I'm integral <laughs> to the running of this <laughs> company.
0: <laughs> In a way. No, 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 Um, but then there was, they were, they did have redundancies like yeah. left, right and center and a whole, like about 30 staff got made redundant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was just, I think that's at that terrible. time, I was just trying to find a sense of where I fit in. And mm. then, because I mean, I was losing quite a lot of colleagues. So yeah. I didn't have that many people that I could oh, still talk yeah, to. Yeah, that's always tough. Um, but yeah, it was around that time that we were talking about mm-hmm. how important it is to have connections, even if you, like, you know, find a tribe mm-hmm. that you can connect to inside or outside of work. No,
1: definitely. And like on in Maslow's um, hierarchy of needs, after your physiological, your basic physiological needs have been met, like food and shelter. Although right now with the situation,
0: those things are <laughs> becoming
1: more and more dire. Um, after that, it's, yeah, it's
0: connection. and, and But that's and the social. thing. I think that's what's one thing. Okay, let's talk about the virus since... Said,
1: it's a big elephant in didn't the room. I want to talk
0: about it because I'm so over it. <laughs>
1: but You were over it from it before it even started.
0: <laughs> but it did, it did teach, I have to say, the value of um, human interaction and, mm. like, Knowing that we're not meant to be an isolated species, we're meant to be interacting with each other because it's quite difficult. And I think not a lot of people have experienced loneliness or exclusion, yeah, isolation,
1: yeah, feeling uh lonely rather than Ah, being alone about that. Yeah, we did, we did. I'm tying it back, referencing (laughs) previous episodes.
0: thought we'd also kind of touch on how you feel about the new company and we shall not mention its name yes (laughs) um no
1: it's it's very good and uh at the beginning of this year I was sort of reflecting with a friend about um what values really that what values I want to actually drive my life and we whipped out a trusty list that one of our favorite authors Brene Brown put together and it was like a list of like I think at least 50 or so values um, all listed out on a single page. And um, I identified from that list two of the core values that uh, I want to kind of um, drive my purpose and, and values in life. And they were growth and connection. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know why we set it to two. I don't know why we didn't have more. But for some reason, we, I think, I think Brene said it at two, actually. Maybe it was Brene's fault. Why growth and connection? Because I was like reflecting about my uh, general, what drives me in life, um, not just in work, but also in my personal life as well. And there were two things. Oh, that's good. Um, And so it was, it came as a pleasant surprise and shock when I joined my new company. And so we have these things called leadership imperatives that I think often like companies have, like I'm sure your company has them as well, but often they're like just platitudes that, um, you know, it's all about you know, corporate social responsibility, and people like plaster these values up on the wall, and yeah. like it's just like basically meaningless. Um, but so, my new company has three leadership imperatives, and two of the three leadership imperatives are the ones, the values that I chose from that list of over fifty words at the beginning of the year. So I, I was slightly flabbergasted <laughs> when I saw it, um, and actually to see it to see those values be come to life through the company's um,
0: objectives, um, the company's like business plans. It's yeah, it's
1: very inspiring.
0: Well, that's good because I was actually wondering how they, how do they yeah. embody these values? Because yes. even Simon sinek says that you can, you can have a mm-hmm. whole bunch of company values, mm-hmm. but it's not actually lived out in the day to day. Yeah, and like you said, my old company, well, I still work for them, but I'm not <laughs> currently working for them because I'm a maternity leave. Yes. Um, they have, we had five core values. It was oh, courage, goodness. customer centricity. Integrity, accountability, and one more. I was going to say, I'm impressed <laughs> that you just, like, rattled them off. I need to look up the last one. I can't remember what <laughs> it was good. off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, but, like, we, they tried to manifest that in our, like, team meetings okay. and in the team, all staff meetings, and just, like, your everyday um, day-to-day interactions. But I have to mm. say it was not as effective, mm-hmm. and it's still – people still carry themselves in the way that they would have picked up from other organisations or just like out of pure selfish ambition. It could also be because of the way my company kind of yeah. went downhill after certain yeah. financial yep. hardships. Yep. But nevertheless, interested to know how your organisation does that.
1: So, I mean, I'm still relatively new, so maybe I'm I'm going into it with very sort of uh, optimistic. Uh, bling bling eyes. Yeah, ex- Exactly. <laughs> Um, but I, so at the beginning of every year, they have this sort of kickoff conference where everybody in the company comes together um, at an external set um, and just sets the, basically the company comes together, reports the, the um, financials, et cetera, from the previous year, and then sets the goals going forward for the, the new year. Um, and I really saw how how those leadership imperatives in conjunction with what's called the credo. So there's a company credo. This is gonna give away <laughs> who I work for because there's not many companies that call it that. Um, but yeah, I could really see how that drove um, everyone from every department and all the, the leadership heads that got uh, got up there and spoke as well. Um, and the other thing is that being a healthcare company, like it's all about patient centricity. And so uh, with what's happening right now, we can, we, I can really see that being both kind of come to life. And also, So in the Credo, it it basically covers four groups of people. So there's the the patients, um, they come first. And that's, that's what all Aww. healthcare companies say, right? You're like, <laughs> yeah, oh say, please, you can't say, oh yeah, it's money first. Cause that would just be <laughs> very much a, against what, um, healthcare stands for. Yep, yep. So, it's pa- so it's patients first and then it's the employees well-being and then it's the community and then it's the, the shareholders. And hmm. I was like, I'm glad the shareholders are in there cause I'm a shareholder. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, c- I can, re- I can really see how they, uh, they address the needs of all of those groups of people within the Credo, um, in in the company. Like for example, something as simple as the community and the environment. Like there's a huge sustainability initiative, um, and, and like I was like, okay, like I can I can really see how they, there's a conscious effort to to live and breathe that. And is that driven yeah. from
0: top management?
1: Yeah, I think so. Like it comes, you know, from the managing director, and then that's pushed through the leadership team, and then the senior managers. But does it get yeah.
0: disseminated in its entirety?
1: uh may- maybe mm. i it probably never is in its entirety mm-hmm. but like aspects of it kind of come through okay. i think and the other thing is so apart from that kickoff meeting we also have to set our goals and objectives at the beginning of the year yeah um which i've never had to do with such rigor in my life oh, like, really? it has to go through so many levels of approval yeah, that- <laughs> I, I think i spent like two weeks that i'm like yeah. i'm not even doing my actual work
0: <laughs> wait are these different tech apis
1: Uh, Ah, similar, Similar. but they are used to um determine your performance review and your your bonus type things like that. Yeah, but there there's a conscious effort to shape those certain objectives on the leadership imperatives. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and it like you might think okay, like whatever, but it's it forces you to sit down and think like how am I going to grow myself, the team, in this company, and whatever. Like it it, it's very it's it promotes self reflection.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I totally believe you. Because we have the same system in place ah. for, for me. Like it comes from leaderships. They give us these like yeah. objectives and then it feeds down to us. But the thing is with yeah, was- my company, I can't see that um, being like lived not, uh, out basically. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can put something on paper. Yeah. And then I can do it as much as I want. Yeah. But then if it just gets jammed at like middle management. Um, and I feel like they just don't there's just bit of a disconnect like i totally relate to what our CEO says mm. he's very much all about like patience and 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 your your health outcomes mm-hmm. and then it just gets kind of lost in the middle and by the time it gets to- <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> so for such a large organization like the one that you work for i'm very impressed that it mm. actually filters all the way down
1: i think um it's very much to do with also your immediate team like uh, because like when you look for direction from the CEO or managing director or something, like, you don't get much contact with them. Like, you maybe see mm. them, you know, I don't know. At Once
0: big, or twice big, a year. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's the people, like, that's got to trickle down eventually to the leadership team um, and then to your immediate manager, really. Like, that's who you have daily contact with. Um, I, I I can see that it has, well, at least in my case, my immediate, like, line manager is is very much embodies those. Hmm. Yeah. So... But, you know, I'm all, I'm a fresh, you know, blo- I'm fresh meat. So maybe I'll be disillusioned <laughs> in
0: – fr- I'm realistic. In- yeah. No, no, it's still um, a good sign. Like, they're definitely – the fact that you have so, so much alignment. Yes, with the, that was with the big the thing. Yeah. I, so I
1: attended a, a virtual workshop the other day, um, and they were talking about, like, they were, oh, how does it feel to be – li- like, to work for a company that's actually aligned with your own values mm. and not, like, necessarily deliberately, like, I didn't seek out a company that had these – these two imperatives, like, it just so happened to be. And I was like, "Oh." But that's what they say, isn't
0: it? Like, even if you go for a job interview and you're not sure what this company mm. is, like, even if you go on their website and they list all of that, but you can still tell by the interaction of the people, mm-hmm. the the way that the office looks like, yeah, or like, yeah. just their, out- their outputs. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Like, I, I'm definitely optimistic. <laughs> I think it's, like, it's definitely not a company that I want to leave anytime soon. Um, and also, they they're very welcoming to new people. So we have like a lot of new starter initiatives. Mm-hmm. And they, in those meetings, they lay out like all the benefits of working with the company, like financial and non-financial. Mm-hmm. But then also, they're like because it's a global company, you get a lot of opportunities to move laterally. Yeah, it provides like leverage those opportunities as much as you can and things like that. So it it, it makes you want to stay. Yeah, I
0: was going to ask about the retention rate because obviously, good companies yep. will retain good employees. Yeah,
1: I think it's pretty good. And and in terms of like um like when they replace the the middle to upper management most of those are internal promotions. Hmm. They don't generally like to recruit externally. Yep. Yep. So. It's because you're
0: being like... Yeah, Yeah, <laughs> which is
1: actually what I was looking for. And yeah. like in the interview, like I, I specifically asked about career development, but I'm guessing a lot of people ask about that and they're like, oh no, yeah, of course we have career... De-. And I was like, mm, okay. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, mm, how's this going to... Like what initiatives do you have in place? But when I got there, I was like, oh, okay, no. Like I can, I can see that they're... Yeah. And also like the thing is with interviews like with interviewing processes being so rigorous, like, you know, it's, it's it's really hard and everything, but like, they do it for a reason. I know. I've never been at a company where every single person that I've met so far, I mean, I'm sure there's duds, but (laughs) 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 like I, I can, yeah, because everyone has been so thoroughly vetted. Everybody is just, uh, I, I'm so. I'm like I'm so inspired. By but that's
0: yeah. That uh, is so good. Yeah, you know that you're not just employing a person just for their skills, which uh, you can pick up. But it's for yeah. their personality and yeah. their fit, for their the values as yeah. well. Like
1: no wonder they ask me those value
0: type yeah. questions. Yeah. Um, so so far so good. Oh, great. <laughs> Actually, I was just looking up Renee's list of values. Oh yeah. I'm just trying to see what, what mine would be.
1: Our <laughs> growth and connection on there is that the right? Yeah, list? growth is okay. here. Yeah. where's
0: connection? Oh yeah, connection is there. So are these things that you value in your life, or yeah, yeah. For, oh, okay. I think because
1: so. um, in the workshop I went to the other day, it we had to. We, it sounds very woohoo, but we woo-hoo. we had to send a um, send a personal mission statement, mm. which I have written down. On my phone, which yeah, I need
0: yeah, to grab. Yeah, sure. Go and grab uh, it. One second. Oh, looking at this, I just remembered my company's fifth value, which is collaboration. Oh. I think for me, I would choose openness. Ooh. Openness eh hey. nice. And gratitude. Aw. Oh. oh giving back is really good too. Yeah, there's there's so I don't so know there's, many there's so many. I think
1: yeah. Are you is that are you set on those? Openness and gratitude. and oh, gratitude? Aw. Oh. Because, like, when you first look at the list, right, like, it's quite overwhelming because it's just, like, so many. Some of them you're like, eh, not nah, so much, but then mm. others you're like,
0: wow. So what is your statement?
1: Yeah, so we had, like, five minutes to write this, so I apologize if it's a, <laughs> it's a little um incoherent. But um, so we had to write this and then share it with the group. And so based on the values that we chose, so I wrote that I aspire to live a meaning- meaningful life by adding value to the lives of people around me. So that includes my friends, family, loved ones, patients, and the broader community, particularly through fostering connection and inspiring others to grow while never ceasing to grow myself. Oh. (laughs) There was a lady who was like... (laughs) I was like, (laughs) get it it together.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Definitely can feel that connection value coming through. Yep. Growth is... Growth is there, yeah. Yeah. Is that altruistic as well? oh, Oh, no, that's a very nice... Uh, mission statement
1: yeah so I think like because I I've always and I, I'm sure you I think I've probably mentioned this before but like my my over sort of riding um aspiration in life is to add value to people's <gasps> lives yeah because I I think like I like a lot of a lot of people don't actively think about it mm. but then I yeah because adding adding value is something that you know it's it's that's all about what investing is mm-hmm. you know so I live up to my name as an investor mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so like whether whether the value like value is such a like intangible thing like how do you measure that but then um her, like prompting people to think deeper prompting people to grow um
0: and not just about themselves though so it's like no, being so no. selfish and i think we did touch on this like sometime last year we and we did talk about like connection and having social interaction and mm. giving back to the community.
1: Mm-hmm. What what have you thought about if we're going to make this episode about mission
0: statements? Mm.
1: Not to ask not to put you on the spot oh. or to get you to craft one, <laughs> but based on the uh the two values that you selected from Brené Brown's list of um it was openness openness and, and gratitude. gratitude. Yes. I I could see that. I could see how how you I mean, this.
0: openness for me is really it, like it's so important. Can I ask you a question? then? Yes. How
1: How do you find interacting with people who aren't open? Because there's probably a lot of people out there who are just very, I know very you know, closed, closed,
0: and like that's might be just their personalities, yeah. So yep. yep. Or it's adults. like how they've be, um they've grown up, or like that's how that's their coping mechanism. Especially
1: in the Asian community.
0: Oh yeah. And how in do a you way, deal with those
1: people, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're like defriended. You no, no, I actually wanna. <laughs> Help them see that there are other ways to cope.
1: Ability is a strength, not a weakness.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people that are very closed off and mm. have suffered a lot because of it. Like, they're just not, they either bottle mm. things up or they've never been able to explore their own uh, emotions oh, or, like, yikes. not, they're just not self aware about what may be causing them. Mm. Yeah. And it's like,
1: there is a better way to live. Oh. <laughs>
0: but not to say in a like a superior way but just it's because you don't know if you don't know right Mm. like and then if you don't have that um, awareness or you don't have that education problems stem from people closing up or not being honest Um, or truthful or mm. not wanting to face their fears Mm. Um,
1: that's true that's yeah I think that's why Brene Brown's like whole take on vulnerability has been so, has resonated with so many people because mm. it, it really just, she's like, basically the power of shame is in, um, in concealing things. Like once you speak openly about things, then it takes the power of shame away. Yeah. Like, because yeah. A lot and of it's so liberating. Yeah. But you just gotta get there. I know. And it's hard journey. But Hey, it's your value. So, so your, va- so in terms of like the value, like openness is obviously one of the values that you, that you chose, but it's not just about yourself right like it's like you want other people other people yeah Yeah. oh no and the other one was um gratitude right yeah yeah
0: i'm so like i'm really glad that i'd started this whole gratitude thing a couple years back because i think that has helped me through so many um of like you know life's lemons (laughs) just even like times like this being Mm. stuck and, like, mm. you just reflect and you're like, the fact that I could travel last year mm. to so many places and mm. that and that I actually really experienced and was thankful in that moment because right. now everyone's like, oh, you can't, you know, travel anymore. We had already booked. We actually booked tickets, like, for a holiday at the end of um, the year. And now everyone's like, oh, what are you going to do? Yeah. And it's like, well, it is what it is. Like, you yeah. just can't help it. But, you know, at least we've had the chance to travel yeah. before.
1: Yeah. No, no, that's – it's a good – it's – gratitude is, yeah, definitely something that um I think – is underrated. Oh yeah. Yeah. And people don't like think about it. Um, do you like, are those, are those values aligned with the
0: work value or values at work? no mm. <laughs> interesting See, this is this is the funny thing so when i started working for my company i was a bit like you you know like oh, oh yeah. the company's amazing <laughs> we have like we have like every desk has a recycling bin oh and we have like a compost oh. and like we can recycle batteries and yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know those type of environmental initiatives yeah. as well which it just makes the company more um, oh yeah
1: it's, sh- it's shiny and new. I'm sure it'll just, you know, fade and become dusty at some point. No, I still appreciate the fact that we're recycling.
0: <laughs> but it was just, un- just unfortunately, like, we had a change in CEO and then we had a change um, in direction. Mm. Our funding um, yes. packet is different now. So yes. it's all... Like you said, it's more... Um, about cost savings. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we kind of veered away from, like, mm. patient outcomes and went back to, okay, how much can we save the government? <laughs> and whenever you put money in the centre of something, all else fades and then it's just... <laughs> Money You're makes doomed. the world go around. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, I can see.
1: And also, like, I'm, I, I'm not d- disillusioned in that. I understand that, like, um, you know, if if the my immediate team change, like, if my immediate like that will have a big impact on yeah. my um day to day enjoyment enjoyment like, as yeah. well. So just be grateful yes. and have gratitude for um the experience at this point in time. Yes. Cuz I think like as much as I was like I hate my old job. <laughs> I think without that experience I wouldn't be nearly as grateful oh, for having an actual supportive team. Like you know what I mean? You just take that for granted. Like people who come in and work in a great place, and workplace environment when they first start working, mm. they won't ever know what mm. it's like not to really be in that environment. And so they they don't have any reference points. And sometimes they like, could take it for granted as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, that's a good point. I think we were we had discussed like the difference in your managerial styles and how you yes. you realized that people can actually thank you for your I, work. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't been thanked for three whole years. <laughs> that's so crazy. No wonder I was going bonkers. <laughs> like, not to say that there's an expectation to be thanked. No, it's just a human anything. decency, though. To- True, yeah. but okay. Even if they didn't come up to you and say, "Oh, thank you, Esther," yeah. like at least acknowledge that. Oh, hey, no. you've done a good job. Like, yeah, nah, that's that's yeah. I yeah. So Are you not- saying like prior to this, every piece of work you did was? What like submit? You just gave it. Yeah. And you're like that's it. Pretty much. And even in the times
1: where we would go above and beyond, like working, um, like beyond it, working regular working hours, um, I was doing tasks that were uh, outside of my job description. Um, yeah. I I, I didn't really f- understand how um fully appreciated was until I basically resigned. Mm. Um, and that was the point where I was like, oh wait, no, I am appreciated. Yeah, well, too little, too late. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I mean that was the first time that I stayed oh right. yes but then <laughs> second time it didn't work um but at this new like new role I almost feel like I'm being thanked too much so mm. it's like it's a little bit you know but I have to say it has um being in this environment has really taken me right back to when I was still studying and in my lab and my supervisor there was amazing like he was the most supportive supervisor and boss I could have ever hoped for um but doesn't that motivate you to do better
0: or at least what, what does uh, it, having a supportive
1: oh yeah 100 uh, percent absolutely and it's, it's made me realize that i um need to learn from those people yeah. um because it's all about yeah and i think it's important for everyone to add value it's, there's no like there's you don't want to waste people's time and you don't want to like worse than that you don't want to um take value away like if someone gives up an afternoon to, you know, to catch up with you. And then they walk away feeling worse about their life or a bit like, that's even worse. <laughs> They're mm. not catching up with them at all. <laughs> so I'm very conscious of like, yeah, m- maybe that's why I don't really like to accept help because I'm not adding value to it. That, to that exchange, oh, I, that just came. I was interesting. Like, Cause
0: I was having a conversation with someone the other day about like, why, why it is that? But I would you not want to give them the opportunity to add value to their mm. lives?
1: Yeah. see. I get to look at it that way. I, I put, pr- I pr- like personally, haven't looked at it like that before. Just so selfish,
0: no. <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> but no, you're right. You're right. Mm. If you look at, if you change this exact same situation, but if you change a perspective, um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, I just found a, a topic we had listed from last year, which is about happiness and fulfillment, oh. and like how giving back to others and having a sense of contribution to society or mm-hmm. volunteering or donations actually can make you feel more fulfilled
1: definitely and i think that's that's also why when you ask like how does the company embody the values like um in terms of giving back to patients in the community like there's a lot of volunteering incentives so you get extra volunteer leave um with the when the bushfires um with that situation they they were actively promoting people to go out into communities and help them um and it's you know they, they'll give you leave, um, company match donations and things like that. So I, I was like, okay, it's not just all corporate speak. Like yeah. they actually live up to what they're saying as well. And also we're developing a vaccine for mm-hmm. this, <laughs> this this virus that shall not be named. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So that I could really see it through
0: that as well. That's good. So and I guess yeah. I guess if you're in a situation where your company doesn't do that, mm. um, you can still do it on your own terms right? yeah like in your no, own time
1: absolutely does you do it ha- doesn't have to be um in in a corporate setting definitely. yeah
0: and i used to love like not that i don't i still love volunteering yeah I, like used i used to, to do yeah. Of it yeah even blood donations oh yeah true yeah it's something that you can give out give back mm. to other people it doesn't cost you much <laughs>
1: just a couple of liters <laughs> of, of, of blood
0: but you get a free snack oh excellent
1: yeah cute cool. it was interesting so I'll, I will just mention something that um, was brought up in the workshop that was saying like okay how many of us know what the company's um, you know legion imperatives and purpose blah 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 and they like most of us put our hands up because it's been inculcated in us you know from even in the interview they were like please read their credo and remember it so I went in there like okay I know this for group I know the order <laughs> they didn't ask me but I think they just wanted you to be familiar with it yep. um, so most of us like put our hands up I think and then they were like how many of you have a personal mission statement and I think very few people with their hands up. They that's were like, so intriguing. But yeah, but then they were like, how is it that you know what your company's mission is and you don't know what your mission is? Like, yeah. how is that? How, how does that situation yeah, exactly. arise? So, so that's why they forced us to think about our own But then that goes to show statement.
0: that a lot of employees, if they don't have their own mission statement, it must come from somewhere else or someone else. So it's either they're adopting um, the company's, the company's yeah, which, yeah, okay, it's not a bad thing. But then you yeah. also need to... So there's a video by Simon Sinek who was talking oh. about that.
1: On his uh, YouTube channel?
0: His or- YouTube channel is amazing. Yeah, you sent tra- me that. It's great. It's like daily <laughs> It is. Um, but yeah, Fantastic. so he's saying if you, you can't, if you don't have your own statement, then how can you align what you do mm. every day with the company that you work for? Mm. Yeah, there's no alignment.
1: Exactly. So, yes. Yeah.
0: So, continue. Yes. No, so that that's basically it. So, that, like, and then
1: they're like, this is why, this is why we are sitting down and getting you to think about it because um, even if it's not perfectly aligned, like mine, just so happened to be <laughs> like you can see how, like, hopefully it is. It may not be perfectly aligned, but it's not inconsistent. Because they were like, also imagine being in a company where it's inconsistent mm. with you. That that would really be quite traumatic be quite for frustrating, you. As well. Yeah, so. so, um, yeah, so like the thing is, people can drift through life without like mm. a mission statement or purpose, but I just don't think it's as meaningful for people.
0: Like, if you don't really know like why you're doing things or so, do you feel like? having your mission statement yes or at least you being aware of what it was beforehand that helps to strengthen your uh I suppose your relationship with your company Mm -hmm. what like what what if you didn't know what your mission statement was like my personal mission statement
1: yeah Yeah, I think I mean there were people um at the workshop who like hadn't because I've I've thought about it a little bit like but not I hadn't written like an explicit statement yeah but you're aware of what you want to yeah. your life yeah yeah uh, it will force you to think about it yeah but it would probably if you hadn't already previously had one you it would probably be shaped in a way by your company because you, like you've got no other kind of um reference point I guess um but the whole mission statement writing thing is an exercise in Stephen Covey's book and so I remember at the kickoff conference we had a half day no it was a whole day workshop run by via company and I remember I messaged you because I was like, you would not believe <laughs> which company is running this workshop and it was Stephen Covey's company and we discussed so the funny. seven habits and I was like that was like, I found my people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It was and we
0: discussed the four quadrants.
1: We <laughs> spent a whole day <laughs> discussing it and I was like a <laughs> man and it. it was actually a crazy coincidence. Wow. Like I was like, okay. I mean, maybe this is something that a lot of companies use. I'm not sure, no. but I was like, what are the odds that you know? It's like one of my favorite books yeah, as well. Yeah. I, I
0: was just, just blown just- away. I was. I was like, this is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sign. It is. You a do sign. Don't regret. Yeah, that that's so cool.
1: Yeah. So he kind of went through the worship itself was. Pretty good, but a lot of it he took from the book, so I kind of already knew. But it was good to discuss it with people.
0: And to also put it into practical application. Because yes. you could do it for yourself, but then yes. it's actually living that in your 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 work and yep. everyday life as well.
1: They, they were discussing like um, the quadrants with respect to work specifically. It's so like mm. what tasks go in quadrant one, quadrant two, quadrant three, quadrant four. Um, and we're I love actually having quadrants. A, yes, you love yeah, the, <laughs> matrix, <laughs> the matrix. Um, and then they're, they're so committed to it that we're having a follow-up workshop wow. um this week but which will be done virtually but um yeah so because it was we actually had to build in one of those goals into our like gnos our, our goals and objectives for the year which are used like in our performance reviews and stuff and they forced us to set a self-care goal oh that's so good i know so our executive director came out and he was like everybody you are setting a self-care goal and i was like i think i know what mine will be <laughs> what is it do you mind sharing uh, yeah, I can. Share. Everyone can keep me accountable. Yes, yes. It's to get um, so it's about. I, I set it based on because um, my manager suggested I go to this this the workshop called Energy for Performance. So it's all about managing energy for work and for life. But it's not just physical energy. There's four dimensions of energy. Um, yeah, it's like physical, mental, spiritual was actually one of them as well, and emotional. Um, mine was focused on the um, physical energy. So my self care goal was to get six hours of sleep.
0: Oh, I am so glad so, yep. that you did that. Yep. That is your next. In-
1: <laughs> and I think it's worked, you know, I think working from home at the moment has really helped because mm. it saves me the commute time. time. Yeah. yeah. So I'm happy to say that I've got probably six hours late for the last week. Yay. Oh, you need to get like a little, like a reward Black, or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, That's good. That's good. The, the prize is like no eye bags. <laughs> I think that... <laughs> And that overall will be better health and immunity, perhaps yes, and maybe you know maybe better immunity. Oh. so like it, you, like that's what I'm talking about, like they put employees they care mm, about the world like you can see well-being. like it's not just words at least for now, maybe okay, it'll
0: change yeah. in time,
1: yeah, but, but I, I least mean for this now is a good
0: start, and even if things go downhill like at yeah
1: least. and I'm aware like things could go downhill for a number of reasons, hmm. could be financial reasons, hmm. could be change in management, like you just never know, but um
0: yeah you just oh, and like my
1: um i think i could share this this is his Um yeah. my immediate manager he has relocated here from the uk so and he only came in like end of last year so if he hadn't come and filled the position i could have been given i could have been anyone as a mm. manager like i so it was just good timing oh so.
0: yeah So I think this episode has kind of been a bit of an exposition of our experiences, not so evidence-based as yes. we so claim that we should be.
1: But you know what? You you do draw, um, you know, lessons from your experiences. Like a lot of the time, it does come from. And the the experience forms part
0: of the evidence. Yeah. Moving forward. Yes, that is true. Contribution. It's it's a cycle. Like I think you need to learn about the the theoretical parts of it um, through other people's studies and things mm-hmm. but then if you, you do see it in life that's when it like, oh okay this makes sense <laughs> it's like reinforcing what you've learned yes and then co- that contributes to your understanding of the concept yeah definitely and then it builds on the concept
1: and then it it, uh, it inspires you to read other things and then the cycle continues that's right it's, it's all about growth. It's about growth and Yay! All the time. <laughs>